Hello everyone. I am Magdala Ramirez. I come from the Maya Mexica tradition. And I am very happy to be with you today. Today we're going to tell the story of Tonanzi, the great mother. Since here comes her day in December 11, 12. And who is she? And uh, what it means for all of us as a human being. It's a very, very powerful story. I need to start by saying, who is the Great Mother? The Great Mother is the feminine side of God. It is that beautiful understanding of the Mother, that divinity that you have within yourself when you turn into a mother that connection that you have with your children, this knowingness, what is going on. It is truly, truly divine. And it is her inside of you. What it makes you a mother, it is the great mother. So the story of Tonantzin, it's very, very powerful because it teaches where we are and what we are doing about this. She came into a, a time where it was this huge devastation in Mexico. It was the invasion going on with the Spanish. And the Spanish people, they literally destroyed the temple of Tonantzin in the Tepeyac. And the people were devastated. They were forced to go to church or die. And many people... They choose to die because the ways of uh, the Mexica ways were not about to destroy because of a new religion. So people were just dying like flies. And it was a very, very sad, sad story. Anyway, here comes this man. And this man was a medicine man. His name was Quautli means eagle, eagle men. And, you know, when the Spanish arrived, they changed the names of everybody and put in the towns, like, everybody here is going to be called Garcia. That's the last name. And even if they were not relatives, everybody got a Christian name and a last name of whatever the Spanish were doing it. So his name, his true name was Quautli, Eagle Man. And uh, the Spanish put him, Juan Diego. But anyway, he was into his journeys that he needed to do. And he entered into this little mountain. And he felt a very, very different energy. And he goes, where I am? Do I am in the world of the enchanted flower? That, it's a very beautiful question that he asked. That's a ceremony. Always ask yourself where I am. Where is my consciousness? Where the world of the enchanted flower is what the Christ called the kingdom of heaven. This is the Bahala for the Vikings, the Shambhala for the India. There it has many, many names 
when you enter into a higher realm of consciousness. So he asks himself, where I am? Do I am in the world of the enchanted flower? Because he felt this very, very powerful, beautiful energy. Then he saw this beautiful spirit. And of course I'm going to paraphrase the whole thing because it is part of the teachings too. So she saw this very beautiful woman and she called him, Guantli, come. And he went there and he says, my son, my little one, can you go and tell these people that I want my temple back? And he says, well, I don't have a voice with these people, but I can go and give a try about it. And he, she says, go and do that, because the people need to know that I am here with them. I'm always here. And when he saw her, he knew where she was and who she was. Her name was Tecuautla Cuepeo. Tecuautla Cuepeo means she the one that comes from the realm of light in form of an eagle of fire. That's her name. You see, the Spanish could never pronounce her name. That's why they put it Guadalupe. But she was not a pop Christian. It was not anything about any religion. She was talking about, I am your mother. Anyway, here goes Juan Diego, quietly, and go with the Spanish people and wait the whole day to be received. At the end of the day, they say, okay, what do you want? And he says, well, there is this spirit that came. Her name is Tecuautla Cuepeu. And she wants her temple back. And they told him, go away. There is not going to happen. We just destroy that one. Then what happened is that the next day, he goes there again into the mountain of the Tepeyac and said again, you know, they're not going to put attention to me. Find somebody else that has power with these people because they're not going to listen to me. This is a very, very beautiful moment that makes you think about it. When the mother tells you, go and do this. And you go and do it, but nobody puts attention. You think, Send somebody else because this is not going to happen. I'm not good enough. And the mother goes and said, It really needs to come from you. And you need to put attention about it. So she goes again and tells him, Go and do it again. Go and, and tell them, It is you, the one who needs to be that messenger. So he goes, okay, I will go and do that. So the second time he went and wait the whole day and go and tell them. And 
nothing happens. So the third day, he was passing by right there, and he saw her waiting for him. And he pretends not to hear her. And she goes, Gwautli, Gwautli, I am here. Why you pretend not to hear me? What is going on with you? Why you're being that way and not pretend not to listen to me? So Juan Diego turns around and says, I'm sorry, it's just that I have so many things to do and my uncle is sick and we need medicine and we need food in the table and here I am spending the days with these people that they're not going to listen to us. And he sa she says, go and tell them again and I will take care of it. Don't you know that I am your mother? You know, that it is such an important moment in this story. I love that. Because it is the part of a human being that you can listen to the great mother and then pretending not to hear her. Thinking that your third dimensional world, you know, it's more important about it. Like, I need to take care first of my third dimensional world before the spiritual world. Not understanding that by doing your spiritual work, everything that you need in your third dimensional world is going to be okay in one way or the other. And she refers to it too, like this, don't you know that I am your mother? That is a question, you know. People always felt for such a long time, it is only a God that it is male, and it is the Father. It's like being orphan of the mother. It's like really pretending that she's not there, and she has all this love, and she has all these understandings, and... In that moment, when you realize that she's always there for you, and when she asks you about doing something, it's very, very important for you to go for it, because it's going to bring liberation. She's always asking you for the highest good of everyone, and that includes you. And your little world is going to be resolved. So he went back with these people, the Spanish people, and wait again. And they told him finally, well, you keep on asking about this, show us a proof about that. So he went home and he found out that his uncle was healed, that there were food in the table, that the medicine that they need he was there. She take care of absolutely everything when he went and do that spiritual work. 
So when he went in the morning back into the Tepeyac, into that little mountain, looking for her, he goes and said, thank you so much for what you did for me. And I did went and talked to them, and this time they say that they want proof. So, you see, they, in the ancestors, they used to have this ayatl, means, it's like a piece of fabric that you use on top of, like an overall that you use on top of your clothes. It is made by cotton. So she goes and said, take these flowers. And that, it is very, very beautiful and important. It was about the roses. And there were many, many colors, you see. And in that time, that's winter, and there were no flowers, no roses. But in that time, it was. What it is, big, big ceremony for us. You see, the world of the enchanted flower. It is very powerful. That's why we call it that way. Everything for us, it has to do about flowers. Flowers is the wisdom. When somebody comes and says, show me your flowers, means show me your wisdom. Show me the places where you have been. And you pick it up, all these very beautiful flowers. So it was this ancient writing that we have about, oh my gosh, I love that poem. And it is not in English, it is in Nahuatl and in Spanish. And it talks about how do I go to the world of the enchanted flower? Do I need to ask the butterfly? Do I need to ask the hummingbird? And what kind of flowers do we need? And then there is this part that it goes like, why my people is not here? Why? It should be all my friends and all my family here picking it up the flowers for the people, picking it up the wisdom for the people. It is this longing for your community to get it, for understanding that beautiful love. So going back into the story, he goes, <coughs> what kind of flowers should I pick? Should I pick the white ones? Should I pick the blue ones? Should I pick the yellow ones? And he went through all these beautiful flowers and choose. And it has to do with the four directions. The colors of the four directions that we have. So he chose the wisdom that he needed to be preserved in the flowers. And put it in the ayatl, in his cartment. And he, she says, okay, quietly take all these flowers and take it to these people for the temple to be rebuilt. That's the proof that they want. And he run and wait again for long hours until these people were able to, to see him or wanted to see him. And they asked him, Okay, what do you got? We ask you for a proof. 
And he told the story about the flowers, and they, of course they couldn't understand. For them, flowers are flowers, not wisdom. But the flowers were there in his ayatl. So when he uncovered the ayatl, here she was, Tonantzin, imprinted in the ayatl, imprinted in that garment, imprinted right there in that one. When they saw that, they say, okay, what is her name again? And he says, Tecuautlacuepeu. And they say, well, let's put the name of Guadalupe and let's make her temple. And that's how the Virgin of Guadalupe comes about, that it really has nothing to do with Christianity. In her dress, it was the symbols of Olin, the movement that we have in our calendar. Every single part of her, it is the mysticism of the ancient tradition of the Meshik. So when the people saw her and her color of the skin, the skin that it is the color of the earth, they recognized her. They said, this is Tonantzin. This is our mother. And even today, we refer her as our mother. She wasn't the mother of Christ. She wasn't the rules and regulations of a religion. But it is that aspect within yourself, inside of yourself, that you know that she is your mother. When I tell this story in ceremonies and why we sing for Tonantzin in the sweats, why we sing Tonantzin in our ceremonies, is this reminder to really connect into that love and understanding that she will take care of all that little world of yours. And if we listen carefully inside of us, we can hear her voice guiding us back, guiding us back into that original vibration. Even now, when you go into the temple in the Tepeyac, and you see thousands and thousands and thousands of people singing her song, making ceremony for her, the Aztec dancers and the Sajumerios, and, oh my gosh, all our tradition inside of it, it really has nothing to do with an organized religion, but a remembrance of the Great Mother. Here comes the day of Tonantzin, and we always make ceremony for her, honoring her and saying thank you for so many, so many situations in our lives that in one way or the other she takes care of it. She brings the people together, that beautiful sisterhood. 
and when people decide to actually listen to her. It is going and taking you back into the world of the enchanted flower. We have the songs in our ceremonies to ask permission to enter into this world so you can raise your consciousness and understand a higher truth about yourself. She takes care of us. So today I wanted to tell the story of Tonanzin so you remember who she is, the way of honoring her. It is really putting it on all her teachings, understanding those teachings that comes from the realm of light, those teachings that it has been forgotten, the teachings of the feminine. She is the door for a new understanding, for a new dimension. And she is your mother. I am so thankful for your work. Remember that we have a school online, that I want you to be part of it. It is the time to make in spiritual work. We have so many events coming together. You want to join me in the ceremony of Donancing? Please let me know. Send me an email. My website is www.magdalas.com. That is M-A-G-D-A-L-A-S.com. Tlazokomati, Tlazokomati, Tlazokomati.